Hello and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk About Movies, the podcast where we talk about films. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron. I'm another host, Liam. And we are covering uh, big monkey fights. (laughs) 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 Caught you off guard with that, hadn't I there? It did did catch you off guard with that one. (laughs) Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. Yep. Eagerly anticipated. Yeah, definitely, I'd say. Um, It's the third, well, it's the fourth, isn't it, in this series of films? The fourth Monsterverse movie, if you're going to call it that. That's that's what Wikipedia calls it, so... Not to be confused with the Dark Universe or the DC Universe or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is one that's just decided it's a thing. Yep. Because of this film, basically. Um. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of hinting at it, weren't they, for a while? In yeah. One of the other. So originally it started with Godzilla, uh, what, 2014, 15, yeah. something like that? Uh, let me check. 14. 2014 Godzilla. So after that was Kong Skull Island, 2017, mm-hmm. and 2019 had... Godzilla, King of Monsters, or King of the Monsters, something like that. Which then sort of led to a, a collision course, if you will, of, of the two, two monsters that it had got two, so far. Two monsters enter, one monster leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Thunderdome, yeah. it's Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I just want to see a Pacific Rim tie-in. That's all I want. That would have been good. Like, that would have been fucking ace, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just like, oh, well, mech suit, whatever they're called. Well, Jaegers. Yeah. That Jaeger it. comes in out of nowhere and just fucking starts punching. That would have been sick. It doesn't happen. Spoilers. That doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, that completely unrelated film is not anything to do with this film. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, when the first one came out, there was, I don't even know if there was talks about Kong Skull Island at that point, but it was kind of its own, they're just remaking Godzilla. And they they changed the style, went back to their Toho or closer to the, like the Toho manner suit look of Godzilla. Thick, I believe, is the yeah. The he was he was sturdier. Was was that with two yeah. C's? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Rather than the the previous one, which was more like lizard like, and nobody liked that one. So yeah. But what I feel like these films do is. All four of them is go, okay, we're going to make this. And they'll just get like, who's hot right now? And put them in it. So like at the time, it had like Aaron Taylor-Johnson in there. It had... Brian Cranston, um, I guess, is the other one. He was coming off yeah. like Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was in it. Elizabeth... Um, Elizabeth Olsen, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen, she was in it. So okay, I think that was just off the back of... Probably filmed around the same sort of time, but Age of Ultron. Possibly, yeah, which is weird because they play siblings in Elizabeth Holton and Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, siblings in that, and yet they're husband and wife in Godzilla. Yeah. Um, then the the next one was Kong Skull Island, where you've got uh, Loki, who's you know, yeah, and had quite a steep rise to fame. Brie Larson. Brie Larson, you're doing better with names than I am right now. Yeah. Uh, then the next one after that, you got. Um, 
what's her name? Millie, Millie Bobby played. Brown is in that one, isn't she? Millie Bobby Brown, yeah, because she's just become massive off Stranger Things. And you've also got, what's her name? The, the, her mum in it. Um, Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga, who's been around for a while, but has done quite well. She'd done the, the Conjuring films, I think, as well. Conjuring, yeah. Yeah. The Bates, is it Bates Motel? Yeah, yeah, but it's a thing. Hotel. I haven't seen it. I don't know if she's in it, but quite yeah. Good. Quite good. Quite liked it. And then this one again, we've got Millie Robert Brown. You've got... Who else is in this film? I mean, Kyle Chandler's in all of them, but he's in every film. You just don't know it. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry feels like he's the one who's come along and is a little bit... The, yeah. the name. And uh, Julian Dennison, who people recognise from Hunt for the Wilder People or uh, Deadpool 2. Yeah. So they've got this habit of just, you know, it can't just be the monster movie that most people want. They need to, and you know, the, the criticism would be if it was just purely monsters that you want to see a human point of view. But sometimes they, because they've got these current stars, I feel like they tend to put a bit too much of them in there sometimes. If we go through them, like the first Godzilla when it came out, I wasn't really that much of a fan of. It was just too dark. I see, can't really remember. I really like, so I did sort of look behind the curtain on this one. I did re-watch the first two Godzillas of this series uh, sort of earlier in this year. It wasn't in the last week or so, but it's, it's I have seen them fairly recently. Hmm. Um, and the first Godzilla, like you say, I really liked the way the actual human bits to it, I quite liked in that. I thought there was an interesting enough, like it's not groundbreaking, but it's an interesting enough story with Brian Cranston and then goes on to be Aaron Taylor Johnson later on in the film. But the actual monster bits, like you say, Godzilla was just way too dark. I couldn't really see what was going on in the big the big fights, you know, the kind of thing that you're yeah. actually watching a Godzilla film for. Um, and yeah, so it kind of there was an interesting element to it, but it didn't really didn't really do it entirely for me in that one. No, which I think's my point of view on it. Yeah, I'll go with you. And then, despite not not liking that Godzilla that much. I was quite excited for King of the Monsters. And I'm not a, a you know, like one of these, one of these, like, I'm not like a massive Godzilla fanboy. I've not seen like all the old movies, but I do like them for what they are. And I've seen a few of like the classic ones. I do like, you know, that sort of, there's sort of cool and nostalgic about it, even if you haven't grown up with it. So I was excited to see all these like monsters that, you know, you've heard of in passing or you've seen like bits of or even just like YouTube videos or whatever. Like, you know, seeing all those coming was, was quite exciting. And then, again, I don't know if it quite hit the mark, that film, but it was it was an improvement, I think, in terms of the monster elements was better. Yeah, um, I agree. So I think for that one, for me, that one, I think, was probably the most like a lot of the old... Japanese ones for me. It's got this kind of kind of convoluted human story in there with a load of like science that doesn't really make sense. And there's some kind of ridiculous plot element involving why the people have got to be there. If you think that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll come to that. But um it, it kind of all comes together eventually. And at the end of the day, you're still kind of there for for Godzilla fighting. King Ghidorah or fighting Rodan or what have you. And I thought that one actually did really well in that respect. I think the monster fights were quite good. It was all yeah. in daylight for a change, which was quite nice. 
And like I said, there was some kind of stupid human story, but does it really matter? You know, nobody's really there for that at the end of the day. No. And I think that's where the two, I don't know, franchise is the right word, but the two characters we can call them differ primarily is I feel like Godzilla is much more of a monster driven or should be much more of a monster driven story. Whereas King Kong, there's always been that human element to it, whether that's because he's a primate or because he's had those relationships in past movies with human or with people. I don't know. I think King Kong plays a lot better with, with people. Yeah. I think so. Um, Especially given, I mean, King Kong has been done a lot less than Godzilla as well. Hmm. Like there's only uh, four, yeah, four or five Godzilla films compared to like 25, uh, sorry, 25 Godzilla films compared to like four or five King Kong Kong. films. Hmm. And then even then half of them King Kong films are just a remake of the same film. Like the (laughs) the Peter Jackson one is basically the same story as the the old 30s one or what have you. Um, But then... Skull Island, I thought, was quite interesting. I really, I rewatched Skull Island last week. I, I really like it. Yeah, it's like just a, it's dumb. Yeah, but it, it's like looks spectacular. Like it's Definitely. an amazing looking film. Which I'd, I only see it, it was, that was the second time I watched it, and I'd completely forgotten about all that. I was like, oh my god, this is like amazing. We kind of took, we touched on it on the last episode with um, Zack Snyder. Like, if nothing else, he, he can paint a frame beautifully. There's so much of that in, in Kong Skull Island. And yeah. I, I think it's a decent film as well. Some, like, some, a lot of chewing of the scenery <laughs> a lot of yeah. places, <laughs> Mr. Jackson in particular. But that's one thing on, on Skull Island, I think, for me. I'd not, I don't think I'd seen it when it came out. I don't think I saw it till last year, actually, last summer. And, um, and for me, I thought it, like I say, it looks great. I think King Kong is probably the best looking King Kong we, you know, you've ever got to that point. They've tried to sort of put a sort of Vietnam War spin on it, where mm. it, it's trying to make it look a bit like Platoon or like Apocalypse Now or what have you. And it's not really. It's just it's about a big dummy. It's it? just a framing device. Yeah. That's all that is, basically. So it kind of, you know, the characters are a little bit thin, shall we say, in it. And... and <laughs> But again, who really cares? Because you're going to see a big, big ape. And I thought it kind of succeeded on that level. So I feel like these films were probably getting better and better to a point. Yeah. In terms of what you're actually going into these films for. I think up until now, Kong was my favourite. Okay. Um, But yeah, I agree that Godzilla 2 is better than Godzilla 1. Yeah. Maybe not quite as good as Kong, but good at the same time. So when this comes along... I can't remember if it was teased at the end of Kong or teased at the end of Godzilla. Probably Godzilla. I think it was teased um, at the end of Kong. I think at the end of Kong, it? sort of in a post credits type thing, you see some cave drawings or something like that, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been excited for this for a while. And I've, I don't think I've seen, other than like YouTube clips, I don't think I've seen the originals of Godzilla fighting King Kong. Well... <laughs> in preparation for this film coming out. Oh no. I'd seen some um some of the old Godzillas. And like I think King Kong versus Godzilla is like the third Godzilla film that comes along. Okay. The originals anyway. 
So I'd seen a couple of the, the original couple, and then I was like, oh, this one's next anyway. I'll save it until this film is closer to coming out, and then I'll watch it. And I watched it, but the version I'd got was the American version, which yeah. a little bit of a history lesson for anyone who doesn't know, but these films were obviously made by in Japan. And what they do at the time, they did it with the original Godzilla, they did it with a couple of others, and they did it with this one, is they take the original Japanese film, dub it all over, so it's all out of sync, English voices coming out of Japanese people. And then also they'd have every now and then, you'd just have odd snippets of like scenes with American actors just thrown in there, of just like trying to frame <laughs> it in a completely different way. And I don't know if it's a result of the, what's been said in the dubbing to try and make it different, like try and make it a bit, make a bit more sense with what they're doing with the American scenes or what. But that film's awful. So the original 1960s, whatever, King Kong, Godzilla, woof. And it ends with, it ends with a fight. And it's obviously like King Kong's a bloke in a rubber suit and Godzilla's a bloke in a weird sort of, looks like something your dog's eaten and chewed out, God, yeah. King Kong suit. And... It's kind of like two drunk blokes outside a pub fighting. <laughs> Which oh, I'd watch. I watch a lot of that. <laughs> well, yeah. Every day anyway. I mean. Oh, it's easy to the next level if they're wearing rubber costumes. True. Very true. <laughs> they're, they're beloved films, but I don't know if it's because necessarily beloved because of the quality. That they, Almost that certainly not. Maybe a bit of nostalgia going on there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, quick synopsis. So at the end of the last Godzilla film, but the, the end of King Kong, he's left on the island, happy as Larry. So he's he's on Skull Island chilling. At the end of the last Godzilla film, which is a few years ago now in, in, in story, there's been loads of monster attacks, and it turns out Godzilla's actually like the saviour of the world. He's like, he's he's trying to help humanity. Or, which actually, I think he's just, he's not really bothered about humanity. He just wants to be number one. Yeah, he just wants to be the king of the monsters. Yeah, hence the name. <laughs> did they say that in the film? I hope they did. Almost certainly. Yeah, yeah. No, in these films. Um, so it's pretty quickly like established, like they're trying to separate Godzilla and King Kong in this film, like whereas King Kong was unknown, and there was aside from like a, a what's the word like a native tribe, like no one knew Godzilla existed at the, at the end of the King Kong film. Whereas straight away in this, it's not a spoiler to see that he's being monitored and he's in a building basically. He's in the Truman Show. Is what what's going on? Yeah, basically, it's something to do with the environment something to do with the big fight that happens at the end of king of the monsters has like destroyed the ecosystem of this island that he lives on as well so they've got this like big bubble where he can live mm. as normal but he's not very happy about it like say he's in this truman show type thing because at one point he lobs this giant wooden spear thing at the wall yeah well he picks up a tree and I that just, you don't see him do it but i assume he just like chews it down into a sharp pointy thing yeah <laughs> um so that's one plus. So they're trying to keep them separated. But then this company, Apex, needs King Kong's help to get to the center of the earth because Hollow Earth's a thing and there's power there. So no, they have that, to. That was just kind of 
thrown out there, wasn't it? At first, you've got like, oh, there's this scientist, but he was discredited because he believed in hollow earth. And then they go to him and you're like, yeah, it turns out hollow earth, real thing. The earth is hollow. There's a massive load of power down there. Yeah. Okay. I, I... It's, it's, it's pretty bold of a film to jump the shark right out of the gate. Yeah. I know that we're talking about a film that, that's got like... A giant monkey fighting a giant lizard. Yeah, and there's technology that's way out there, like, which I'm fine with all I mean, that. I mean, but previously but, in the last films, was it that out there? No, I don't think... It, well, well, certainly not in the first one. In the first one, they're just like military jets. It's yeah. as if, like, it's skipped forward 20 years in terms of the capability. And I think they do mention at one point that it was 10 years since Godzilla had been there. But it's not like, I don't know, if you might see, take Independence Day, the second one. 20 years on, they've got all this alien technology so they can do loads of mad shit. Godzilla's just like... Stumpy shit. Yeah, if anything, he's setting people back. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure, they didn't touch on this, but I'm sure something like wherever Godzilla went in the last one, like, life found a way. That's like, life, did they, like... Did it, Jurassic Park it, didn't they? Yeah. No, they're like... If he destroyed something or like set it on fire, then like new plants would like show up. Possibly. That sounds like something they'd have thrown out in these films. Not touched on at all in this. And no. I can't remember what the point was. Um, but there's just yeah, so so technology's like crazy and all that stuff. So I get there should be some sort of suspension of disbelief, but there's just so much like bullshit science in this film. I'm just like, oh my god. Like, yeah, like I say, in the previous ones, you know, you're going into a film knowing that you're not expecting like a down-to-earth, grounded drama. You know, you know, you know yeah. what you're expecting. But at the same time, this one sort of doubles down on the weird shit and then triples down, and then it just keeps piling layer on layer of just more yeah. weird, like, technology, weird, just leaps in logic that you just can't really... Yeah, and I don't know if this... I don't know if this film took itself seriously or not seriously at all. I mean, like, I didn't take it any seriously. No, no, I didn't either. But yeah, so because they need to get to the Hollow Earth, um, they need King Kong to show them the way, which surely is just down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. You don't even need um, a compass, it's just, it's just down. Yeah, just if go get, down. If you get to Australia, you've gone too far. That's the... Yeah, dig, dig up, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so they take that risk. The, the lizard's going to attack him. Because Lizard wants to be number one, King of yeah. the Monsters. And that sets the whole story in motion. Kind of. That's... I mean, to be fair, you seem to have got more of a plot out of it than I think was actually there. It was just like, oh. look, we've got we've got King Kong in his bubble and we maybe need the centre of the earth. Next thing I know, King Kong's sedated on a boat. Oh, which, by the way, can we just jump in? Because, I mean, what is we're, the we're gonna about have to, this I film? Mean, yeah, yeah. They fight. They punch they for a fight. bit, and then the mates. Yeah, <laughs> that's a spoiler. <laughs> and, uh, but like, I'm fairly certain they came out and said, "No, there's definitively going to be like a winner," which there is, I think. Ish. But it alluded to they alluded to like, no, one of them's going to die. No fucker dies. Yeah. I, um. No, they didn't. There's there's a lot of like. Bad parenting in this film. First of all, you've got the little deaf kid who's good in this she's film. She's like the last person from this tribe, isn't she? Yeah, but like or she's whatever. being, she got a, 
a mother figure and she's just wandering about like yeah you just go out there with something with a giant gorilla which is clearly a bit unhinged because he's in captivity and he's throwing trees at shit yeah and so they're like yeah you just go chill with there then there's the other one is like right i know you've already been close to like close quarters with godzilla but i'm not listening to you you just go do whatever you want it's basically you've got two little kids who are the only people who can actually somehow speak to these individual? Yeah, it's the same plot device because, like, Millie Bobby Brown at the end of King of the Monsters, like, uses that thing that's in Fenway Park or whatever to talk to Godzilla, and then uh, this little girl is apparently the only person who can do sign language in the world, and she can do that with <laughs> King Kong. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah. one thing I did see is you mentioned there that the little deaf girl, her mother, played by um, Rebecca Hall. So mm-hmm. like, she's quite like, I think it was her first acting job after a pregnancy. And she was like, oh, this is what acting is again. And I'm like, it's not really. <laughs> she didn't say that. No, it's not. No, I'm paraphrasing massively. But that's like, she was like this was this was her getting this back is into real, the world. You got, you got fucking Ian McKellen crying at The Hobbit. Like, this yeah. is what acting's supposed to be. And she's there like, this is what acting's supposed to be. But um, she apparently described her character as the Jane Goodall of King Kong, which I just remember reading that and going, oh, Jane Goodall, because she's the one. I mean, for the listeners of the regular podcast, she's come up quite a lot in the past on our, our mm-hmm. things because she was mentioned in that Biosphere episode that we did. And she's also was mentioned in the Chimpanzee War episode that we did. So yeah, for anybody who likes wants to learn more about Jane Goodall, Probably go to like her, her Wikipedia page or something. Don't listen to us, but um, <laughs> we did talk about that. Um, and speaking of podcasters, there's, there's a line the guy from Community, he's gonna be in the internals. I can't think of his name. It's Brian, it's Brian Tyree Henry, isn't it? Yeah, him. He has a podcast. He's a, what's it's, a, it's, he's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, he's. he's He's Paperboy from Atlanta as well, for anybody who's... Yeah. But he... Uh, yeah. yeah, that was it at first. He's, like, seen as this sort of insane conspiracy theorist who's, like, doing his podcast and that. I was, like, sitting there at first, I was like, is this film attacking podcasters? My arms are folded yeah, well, into them. Yeah, yeah. Because um, Kyle Chandler, she goes, I don't want... It's not just the podcast, it's filling your head with garbage. I was like, yeah, yeah that goes. I'm like, oh, I used to like you, Kyle Chandler. I'm glad no one knows your name. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that hurt a little bit. And then, but then, as you re- as you go on, you realise, hang on, everybody's insane conspiracy theory is actually true in this film. Yeah, the Earth's so hollow. It's also probably flat at some point. You know, <laughs> Godzilla is attacking you because you're doing secret experiments. Whatever, it's all real. King Kong gets sedated somehow, like a boat full of sedatives. The the how much like shit do you have to give him, and how the fuck do you get him on the boat? Um, because you, you, know you know how the you know they they tugged that uh boat in the Suez Canal or the whale off the beach going back to other. Oh, well, they didn't. They blew it up. Yeah, but they should. They should have tugged, tugged it. it. They should have tugged it. Tugged if they boats. can tug Godzilla and King Kong, Kong, Kong. yeah, exactly. They can, they can, they can tug a whale. Maybe they just used explosives to roll King Kong onto the boat. <laughs> yeah. It was some more logs. successful. Yeah. Some logs on him. But, okay, so on, kind of on that, this film for me had, like, a, a massive problem with sense of scale. Like, it wasn't until 
the very end. Like Kong felt small a lot of the time. It wasn't until the very end fight that they started to feel a little bit bigger. But then again, like I appreciate why they did like Tokyo and stuff. But when there's buildings that are twice the size of them, they don't feel as menacing. I, I'll be honest. At times, it felt like a little like Godzilla was or King Kong or both were as big as they needed to be at that moment. Yeah, they seemed to change size a lot. Some points they were towering over buildings, like and you could sort of see them through. The, and then next thing you know, King Kong's like swinging Swing from building them. to building, like as though he was <laughs> Spider Man sized. It's like what? Yeah. And then there's they go to Hollow Earth, which, by the way, that's not how gravity works. There's a whole there's a whole thing I want to get onto is Hollow Earth. Don't don't worry. Okay, we'll come to it. Yeah. Um, but we're cutting ahead a little bit. But they, they get to Hollow Earth, and there's this whole ecosystem. I have, we're going to get to it, so I'm sure your things will come across mine. But this is giant building, which again just makes Kong feel not impressive because he's like a normal sized person walking through a big building and then I was like well there's doors here so who made that like did the previous Kongs make door so uh, but then he's also too sentient for me I don't, I don't like how smart he was yeah like, so that's another I'm thing fine with like... him, I'm fine with him picking up a weapon and like hitting something but being like picking it up examining it oh this will fit in there on top yeah. of the sign language shit yeah, I mean, you've covered off about three things I want to hit there. Firstly, we should say that Godzilla and Kong do have a bit of a fight on the boat. Yes. I, I quite enjoyed that bit, actually. It was quite fun. Um, Godzilla mm-hmm. kind of kicks his ass, and you you kind of go, oh, well, that's because Godzilla can swim and King Kong can't. It's He was in his element more than King Kong, so okay, yeah. fair enough. It's a bit one-sided. Anyway. On-field advantage. Exactly. They fight for a bit. Then they have to go the separate ways through some kind of contrived, utter bullshit nonsense. I don't know. Turn, turn this stuff off. We'll play dead. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> they get to Hollow Earth, which involves King Kong swinging his way down there. Yeah, mostly sure that works. Falling a bit. Yeah, then falling then... for a thousand miles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they did it in an afternoon, which was yeah, um, easy. Yeah, and then they get to Hollow Earth, which is. Apparently, just like another land. Yeah, it's just Skull Island. It's it's the Forbidden Lands from Marvel. Yeah, what's but it I'm called? Like, yeah, the the Savage Lands. Savage Lands. Yeah, it does kind of look like that because it's all like prehistoric animals there, and it's, like you get there, and there's like it. You get there, and there's like just a clay of cloud, but you can still see the sun off in the distance. I'm like, how does the sun get to Hollow Earth? I have the same thing. We're why in... is there so? Why is there so? Why is there physically a fucking giant sun there? So and then there's two layers. Yeah, and so it looks like the layer of cloud, but eventually King Kong kind of walks up this mountain thing, and then all of a sudden you see that there's actually like a reverse world. It's sort of like upside down, and if he gets to this mountain and jumps off, he the gravity reverses, and he like like a video game type thing. Yeah, there's literally a game called Gravity Guy you can get on your phone, and it's that. Like, you tap it, and then you gravity flips, and you go up to the ceiling, tap it, and you grab it. Which is a good game, actually. You should get it. Um, Probably more it's... fun than this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had fun with it. It's fine, yeah. I'm, but we'll, yeah, I'll get to it. But um, So, yeah, there's uh, the whole Hollow Earth thing, I was like, so this is a whole world then? That... 
and it's sort of you go on you're in this let's say building cave thing and it turns out that it's like that's where king kong and godzilla came from i yeah. think that was what was going on and they used to fight a lot because well so the thing is that titans come from this place yeah and then not well certainly not king kong but his ancestors because it's mentioned in the in this first film that he's the baby like right. he's still got time to grow his parents his parents were killed by the skull crawlers who make a reappearance in this film briefly okay. uh but then godzilla seemingly is really old but yeah i mean i guess because skull island was set in like the 70s, 70s so yeah. it's like a good 50 years after that maybe Mm-hmm. He's grown up a bit more. Yeah, he's a bit bigger, but doesn't seem any. And this is my problem with like, he doesn't seem anywhere near as big as he did in the first one. And he spends a lot less time stood up straight, to be fair. But I'm like, well, apart from when he like... finds that scale and he's like, oh, I can make an axe out of this and then I can put it in here to power it up and I can use tools. And it's like, like you say, it's, it's, oh, hang on a minute. Now he's really smart and he puts yeah. things out. The whole Hollow Earth thing was really weird for me. Yeah, I, it was. I just didn't get anything. Like the so the only reason I went there is for some fuel. So we spent like the first act and a half trying to get there, basically, for Pretty not much. that much payoff. Yeah, not for us anyway. The the, the thing was, he, the, the interesting bit seemed to be that he got an axe out of it. Yeah, the axe. It's it's effectively. And there's already memes about save Marth, uh, Mothra, yeah. but this is literally Batman versus Superman with a glowy stick and all. Pretty much, yeah. This was this was Kong after previously having fought Godzilla and realizing he's a bit out of his depth. Him tooling up a la Batman in Batman v Superman. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, he's got a big glowy stick now that you can go and fight him with instead. Yeah. Oh my god, it is, it is just the same film, isn't it? I just feel like <laughs> the ending. Yeah. Okay, let's first then Doomsday comes. Yeah, because in so in Batman v Superman, uh, an evil third party then takes on this um the remains of a previous bad guy, demonizes them somewhat and creates another bad guy out of it that's then stronger than both Batman and Superman, fights them yeah. two for a bit until they use magical powers to overcome him in the end. Oh my god. It literally is. <laughs> it's the same film. You know, the other week when I was like, I oh, know, I think Batman vs. Superman is a superior film out of whatever. Yeah. This guy must have t- has taken that to a whole other level. Yeah. It's, it's like Batman vs. Superman has inspired me to rip it off. Yeah. It's it's the pinnacle of filmmaking. We can only hope to emulate it. That's what he's thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of which, so the real bad guy apparently is Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Which. I didn't like the look of it. So for some reason, like it's the company that in the previous film were headed up by Charles Dance, but maybe Charles Dance turned around and went, "No, I'm not having any of this one. I've, I've done my stupid like monster film." I don't remember them being because you've got two companies. You've got Monarch, yeah. Monarch, which is Chandler's, yes, who he works for, and I only really remember them. I don't remember Apex. 
really well, I can't remember if it was Apex or what they were called, to be honest. But basically, there's one of the stingers at the end of King of the Monsters is that Charles Dance and his, who were the evil guys in the last film, hmm. they get the head, the one of severed Ghidorah. head of King Ghidorah, which comes to play in this because that's the bit that they can use to control Mechagodzilla, basically, is the sort of crux of it. I'm right, yeah? Yeah, but well, I don't... I don't... They must have at least two heads because they're like, they give some like exposition around King Ghidorah and they're like, oh, it was so, his neck was so long that their heads had to communicate telepathically. Because if, and then they find one skull. Oh, did they say that? That's so stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I just finished watching this film 20 minutes before we started, which is why I've got some like, I remember some specific things. And I might not quite rightly is pushed him out of his brain. Yeah. Uh, um, it was longer than 20 minutes ago I saw this film, so therefore <laughs> gone. <laughs> but um, so one of them they're using is a VR control booth. And yeah. then they say, I think I'm sure they say the other skull must be in that thing then. Ah, that makes sense. I didn't really understand how how the just by sitting how, in how the skull worked. of one, you could then control another. But that makes it's, sense. Uh, like most of the science in this, it still makes no sense. Yeah. However, because there ain't no brain there. No. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the skeleton that does this. You're sitting in the shell. Most of the hard, yeah. Um, rolling his eyes back like the Undertaker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I did like the video. It's like, oh, God, it's like a robo-Godzilla. And it's like, nah, that's a mecha-Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. You could just hear, like, you know that... that- that gif that you've seen just where everybody and the bit from the airplane where everyone just puts the head in the hands like just yeah. slaps their own face like it's just that as soon as he says that yeah but then he says that like it's off the cuff but then that's also just what it's called yeah then everybody right, calls right. it that even though nobody heard him say that yeah he, he's just like in in this room kind of on their own high, trying to hide from Mechagodzilla and then that just becomes everybody refers to it as Mechagodzilla from that point on yeah. All right. And then, sure. Also, so I was just jumping back slightly. Sorry. So they went to Hollow Earth to get this fuel, took a sample, and just like emailed the composition. Like, right, we've got it. We can we can do it ourselves now. We've yeah. got the frequency just, or whatever it is. You just pinged it across. There you go. Yeah. That's how you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is what. This is how the fuel. What it's made of. It's like going. Okay. Well. Yeah. Thanks for sending me the picture of oil yeah oh no this is this is oil there you go there's a picture of it all right cool lads we've got oil it's all right yeah yeah i could drive off drive home now because when so i didn't like the look of it i'd heard a rumor a while ago that he might be in it because i i'll disagree i did actually quite like the look of mechagodzilla like i don't know what it was you can't make it look goofy like it did in the the 60s and 70s films really like a bloke in a in a rubber suit no, no. with faux metal plates on him what i think what i would have liked more though is if they'd have gone like like a hybrid sort of thing well this is the thing i think for me so like with one division previously we've had obviously you have so many episodes and people theorize as to what's going on and sometimes you know you think oh maybe that theory would work or wouldn't work or this happened from like the first trailer of this film because yeah, first trailer of this film, you kind of can see Mechagodzilla in it. Oh, can you? Yeah, I saw it at one point. I thought, oh, that looks kind of metally. I wonder if they're going to do Mechagodzilla. Uh, secondly, 
weeks before the film came out, they released the line of Funko little Funko things. Pops, yeah. Pop idols. And yeah. they had the Mechagodzilla was in them. They fucking ruined everything, don't yeah. they? So that we right. knew that was coming anyway. So then after that, obviously you're thinking, well, why would Godzilla fight King Kong? Because neither of they're both sort of good guys, you know. Godzilla's been a good guy. Uh, so people were thinking, oh, well, maybe it's a different Godzilla and the old one, the one that was good, is now going to be Mecha Godzilla. Kind of yeah, really that, I think that's to... what I'd sort of heard. Yeah, um, it's not a lot. Apparently they just no. used to punch a bit in the olden days. So old rivals, <laughs> yeah. seems to yeah. be. Um, and then like I say, Mecha Godzilla is sort of made of King Ghidorah-ish. Yes, and King Ghidorah, is st- his skull is still sentient enough because... When they try and set Mechagodzilla free, they get kicked out. They've got the fuel, haven't they? They've, they've spent ages getting this fuel to power Mechagodzilla. Um, it lasts for about 20 minutes, their control, if that. And then, like you say, they get kicked out of the control of it and he overrides it. Not even 20 minutes. Literally, they well, turn not... it on. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you've been kicked out before they can even unleash it. It's just like, nope, fuck you. Go on the rampage. And it, why does sorry? Why does Mechagodzilla need to roar? Why it's a not? robot? I mean, if I you're mean, building yeah. a Mechagodzilla, you're not going to make it roar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're right. Actually, that's the maybe. one bit that made sense, Liam. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> I am, um, but I was like, it's metal. Like, number one, throw it in the water. Number two, like, <laughs> getting rusty. <laughs> yeah, but like they're fucking biting and cutting through metal all the time. Is it some new? Like I don't care enough to to yeah. look into whether they or to be bothered about the fact they didn't mention it. But like, surely matters. These are fucking things. And also, if you can build a Mecha Godzilla, why make it the same size as Godzilla? Make it <laughs> twice as big, or make it littler, just faster. Just I don't know something. Yeah, yeah. you know, like a third of the size, and all of a sudden you can like. Punch him in his Godzilla nuts or something. I don't know. <laughs> just straight. Hey, mate. Yeah. Uh... Using him as a speed bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I legit. So before before they come, so they, they have a like a final showdown, um, Godzilla and King Kong. And they're um it's they're going pretty toe-to-toe. And then it seems that Godzilla's pretty much got the upper hand so, to the point where it's just like standing on him. And then they get really close and they just yell at each other for like 10 seconds. It's just, ah, basically. And I legitimately thought they might just kiss for a second. Like, just all that rage and passion's going out and then it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you wanted a better film, didn't you? I would have been. A bit, I wanted Fifty Shades of Godzilla versus <laughs> So that's it. Just before Mecha Godzilla turns up, they have this big fight in... Hong Kong, isn't it? That completely like. like did absolute... I say Tokyo earlier? That's probably racist of me. Sorry. It's all big neon. I can. I wonder what you're going to say then. It's all. It's all big neon signs oh. and everything. I'll. Uh, I'll let you off. Although yeah, it does mention nice. Hong Kong like twenty times, but you know. <laughs> yeah, because it was Hong Kong and King Kong. I was like King Kong, Hong Kong. <laughs> but yeah. Right. That sounds like a, da- a joke my dad would have told me back in the day. <laughs> Leave that one there. Um, but they have a fight, and King Kong's axe turns out to be... It said not- ping pong balls, not King Kong's balls. 
What are you going to say? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So it turns out King Kong's axe, not all that useful after all. You managed to get like one good hit with it. Yeah. That he spent all this time getting. So they have this big fight. Everything gets absolutely destroyed. King King Kong kind of loses again, I think. Yeah, I think I think Godzilla. Because like I said, there's that bit where they have that sort of shouting match, and then Godzilla walks off, and King Kong tries to get up. He's like, "Nah, I'm out. I'm out. winded." Yeah, big time. So then that's when Mechagodzilla comes in. Mechagodzilla is obviously better, apparently. Maybe because Godzilla's yeah. too tired. Yeah, I think he probably just tired him out a bit. Yeah. And then we should, we should don't blame him. They go pretty hard on each other. Yeah. I did like the bit. Uh, the axe wasn't very useful, but there's one point where Ghost uses atomic breath and he just shoves the butt of it in his mouth yeah. just to stop him. I did like that bit. Yeah. I think for me, the fights were, were pretty good, actually. I quite enjoyed yeah. them. They were the... just a little bit too few and far between, I think. Well, that like, was it. You, you, can't, you can't have loads of them, but the one on the boat, sort of early doors. Which, that took you know, a, nearly when, an hour to get to, though. Did it really? God. Well, when it gets to that, I was like, okay, here we go. They're going to fight, and this is going to be it, and it's just going to be this is going to be the rest of the film. And then it kind of stops again for ages. Mm. And then it gets going again right towards the end, where you, say you have this King Kong versus Godzilla, and then Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, and then eventually it's King Kong and Godzilla, because they team up eventually. Lo and behold, Batman and Superman. Yeah, they team up. The little, little deaf girls, Lois Lane. Yeah, it's like, um, like, well, no, because King Kong's the Batman, so is, is it? who's Martha? Someone's Martha in this. <laughs> Mothra, it's Martha. Mothra. Yeah, she's gone. <laughs> but she's just like Godzilla's your mate. Yeah, he's a friend or he's not the enemy or something. He's not like really that. the enemy. I think is the thing, which yeah. is like he just spent the last two or three weeks kicking his ass up and down the world, but he's not really yeah. your enemy. Plus a thousand years of whatever, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So the two of them team up and eventually beat Mechagodzilla and then decide to just go their separate ways, it seems like. Yeah. Well, they kind of look at each other as if they're like, I, f- I feel like King Kong, although he would never bow to anyone, as we're told a billion times. Millions and millions of times. Yeah. Pretty much is like, Nine, I I don't really want a round three, mate. Yeah, you're we'll we'll agree to disagree, but you know, you reckon as soon as King Kong uh, Godzilla's back was turned and he was going back into the ocean, he's like, You don't want these hands, yeah, that's it. Walk away, walk away, son. Hold me back, hold me back. Someone hold me back. If anyone's wondering, by the way, uh, why we didn't mention like Millie Bobby Brown and Brian Tyree Henry and Julian Dennison's characters throughout our entire recap of the plot, it's because they've got nothing to do with the actual story. No, literally, they're just, it's kind of almost a show just as two parallels. So you got one team, which is like the deaf girl and all that on King Kong's side, and you got their guys, which are on the Godzilla side. Sort of. Sort of. Because as we know from previously, the Godzilla's like loves humanity. All of a sudden, he started attacking humans randomly, um, unprovoked. But it's only secretly because they're actually making Mecha Godzilla, and he's not a big fan yeah. of that. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like they were kind of tacked on there, and I think it kind of comes back to your original point you were saying before of, oh, we've got these people in this film. Look, it's these people you know from this show or this film or. Yeah. The last one, even. And they've got nothing to do. It's just... I mean, I, I quite liked 
Atlanta guy, paper boy. Brian Tyree Henry, yeah. I can't remember what his character's name is. Uh, no, somewhat funny. Um, Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. At first, I thought, I don't, I feel like his character's going to get annoying, but I don't actually, he was he was good in it. Like, yeah, I think that's thing, fair. Like, none, none of them are particularly bad in it. They're just nothing. Yeah, it's just nothing, isn't it? Yeah. Which is a lot of this film, really. It's just nothing. You're there and basically then, for the last half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. Which is bad because there's another hour and a half you've got to sit through to get to that point. It's too long. <laughs> too long for me, this film. This could have... It's just short of two hours. Yeah. If it shaves this down to an hour and a half, the fights would have been more condensed. I'd have much more have, enjoyed it. Yeah. And then at, at the very end, they walk off and then we see King Kong in the centre of the world. Yeah, he's gone back down to Hollow Earth, hasn't he? Because why not, I suppose? Yeah. So, yeah, that about sums it up for me. I think the way I'd sort of sum it up is fights were good, a bit too long. Yeah, I, I I think I liked it, like, because I got... But no, I didn't get exactly what I wanted out of it because it was just too dragged out. That's So this is the thing for me. I've kind of landed on... I quite liked it, but it's the same as literally all of these films that have they've come previously. I, they're all right, but there's just enough downside for me to not love it. Yeah. I would much rather go and watch Kong Skull Island again than this. Um, probably. So if I had to, oh god, I don't know. You, you we're leading yeah, towards putting them. these in order now, aren't we? Yeah, we are. And that's so hard because I think we're all about the same. Well, I know my, I know my top and then on my bottom. Okay, so your top is Skull Island. And... Skull Island, Godzilla one is okay. And then so you've got the last two films in the middle somewhere. Yeah, and then don't forget, um, Godzilla ninety six. Yeah, well, we're not including that because that's clearly. I am because that's the only one. That's the top one. (laughs) (laughs) Gojira. Gojira versus Gorilla. Why didn't they call it that? (laughs) Why didn't they call it that? Mr. Chance. Legendary Um, call me. (laughs) And then I I think the second one, second. Okay. King of the Monsters, then this third. See, I think so. I'm, I think I'm going to go King of the Monsters top because mm-hmm. even though everybody seemed to hate that film, it did exactly kind of what you want from a Godzilla film. I think. Yeah. Skull Island second, Godzilla 2014 third, and this last. You gonna put this last? But again, I wouldn't read too much into it because they're all about the same. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I say Godzilla the first one first. Uh, uh, last. God, last, but I think I might have only seen it. I think I've seen it twice, but both times for like a long shit time. Quality. Yeah, shit quality. Or like at night on my tablet, so I've had to have the, I've had to have the brightness down as low as it can go. Anyway, which, as we said earlier, you can't see most of the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like... super dark that one. It's it's not the. The other thing for me, and I'm wondering if I've got this at the bottom because. I didn't watch Skull Island at the cinema, to be fair, because like I say I only watched that last year, but I watched the previous two Godzilla films at the cinema. Mm. And I'm wondering if I'd seen this at the cinema, it actually would have, I'd have enjoyed it more. Because yeah. there's something to be said for seeing Big Monkey versus Big Lizard on a big screen, as opposed to just watching it in my living room, which 
it's fine, but it's not the same as a cinema. It's not. And yeah, and there's definitely films that are made for that spectacle. Yeah. As opposed to being, well, some people watch it on their phones and stuff. Just quickly <laughs> yeah. before we go, do you think, so if we talked about Pacific Rim earlier on and the way that that built-in scale was everything, they did seem slow. The first one, anyway, the second one jumped the shark a little bit. The I first one, the they, they would, don't bother, they'd, um, they would seemingly, it, it would seem like slower movement. For the giant. As it, as, yeah. yeah, because they were, because if things are bigger, then they seemingly move slower. Do you think, I don't think, know if it would have worked in this, but I'm wondering whether that might have helped. Or, you know, just, just, just more ground shots. See, yeah, because that's the one thing I quite like about the original Godzilla, 2014 yeah. Godzilla, is there was a sort of a, a little bit more of a human level to it, like there's a, a ground zero element to it. Whereas in this, Hong Kong gets absolutely wiped out and you, you at one scene see people running and next thing you know, they're just covered in like dust. And it's like, well, they're obviously destroyed completely. Yeah. You never really get any sort of sense of the destruction properly. No. There was one bit that made me laugh. It's like the people in a skyscraper that were like, I don't know, having dinner or something. And it cuts to them as King Kong like approaches Godzilla. But why would they already not be getting the fuck out of Dodge <laughs> by having Godzilla right, right next to them? We've already seen people going into like a bunker. They're yeah. the smart ones. Definitely, people are literally yeah. like crawling on the floor like to get into this bunker. And these fuckers are just having afternoon tea. Oh, one's fine, but if a second one, oh shit, that's basically maybe they're just like, runner. look, I'm gonna get killed anyway. Why not just go out doing what I want to do? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. What would you give this out of five? So, out of five, all my I've checked this beforehand as well. All those three previous films, I gave three and a half. So I'm gonna have to go with this being three and a half as well. It's it's virgin on maybe a three. Well, I'll give it. I'll give it three and a half. I think three and a half is fair. I think it. It's one of those films that could have been bumped up to a four, not because it's a eight out of ten movie, if that makes sense, but just because it. If you if you'd have got out of it what was, what you wanted promised to. or yeah. what 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 could, was quite low hanging fruit. Yeah, it, but it could have been better. I think that's the thing as well, because apparently this is going to be the last one as well. As Good. things stand at the minute, there's no plans to make another out of these this series. The thing is, what more can you do before? I mean, because it's basically Monster of the Day, Power Rangers. That's that's the thing. You eventually just get to the point where you're just introducing more and more of the the monsters from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The only other thing you could do would be like a Cloverfield style, not necessarily like hand cam, but like or, or Pacific Rim. You bring those guys in. That I would fucking go and watch. All I of a sudden would, Liam's back in. I would, I would be all in if fucking Pacific Rim came about and just started knocking fuck out of Godzilla. But again, then it's two, there's just two good guys. But yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see like a like a sort of like horror like thriller sort of thing where it is just purely ground level and then there's this monster just destroying the city and you focus on a couple of people and just how are they you just you you just about feel like you've seen big fight thing now you want a little bit more of a grounded kind of approach to it yeah yeah okay that's fair 
That's the only that's the only way I'd I could see this going. And they won't do that because there's a difference between an unnamed monster movie and then Godzilla. You go to Godzilla because it's Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. And I've just, as I said, I've just described Cloverfield. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just the yeah, they did that like yeah. ten years ago. So somebody turned around to me the other day and said, "You know, on these these film podcasts you do, when are you going to do a film that you actually like?" <laughs> I was just thinking it. Well, every film's been a th- around about a three so far. Yeah. So every film's been bang average. I just, I just turned around uh, to him and went, "Well, we liked One Division, and that's not even really a film." So yeah. I don't know what we're doing here. I, I when when people start making them. Yeah, make, make more good films that we can like. Yeah. I don't not like this. And I do feel, I, honestly, I, I was watching this at first, thinking, yeah, I'm kind of into this. And then just, you know, I only had 20 minutes to sort of sit with you when I went to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and then as we've gone on, I'm like, oh, we're talking more and more, talking myself out of not liking it. Yeah. But I'm just, it's just people, you might, go to, you might go and watch this and absolutely love it because it, might be some people's bag. I've seen some people say that. I've, all the viewer reviews I've seen are quite high because the people that are going to see it straight away or get or paying for it straight away, the people that want to see this stuff, yeah, which is totally fine. And it, as I say, it was very close to being something that I could have really enjoyed. It's just not if quite. you're looking a little bit more critically at it, or just looking at it as a as a as a not die hard. Godzilla or King Kong fan, just from a movie point of view, it's not quite, it's not, it's certainly not a masterpiece and it's not quite good enough or well enough made to, it's not tight enough. It's not, yeah, to be that kind of big spectacle film, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. We're going to have to find something that we uh, we both really like, I guess. Well, what did you think of Godzilla, is it King Kong or is it Godzilla or Godzilla versus King it's Kong? It's Godzilla versus Kong. I've said it, it's another Willy's slash Wally's Wonderland. I've said it wrong a lot, probably. Yeah, we'll just cover on the basis. What did you think of Godzilla versus Kong? Let us know on Twitter. Let us know on YouTube. Let us know on email if you want to. Aaron, where can you find us on those places? So Twitter is at LTANpod. Uh, email is let's talk about nothing pod at gmail.com. And the YouTube, you can find us on there, which is Let's Talk About Nothing channel. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's all right, then. That's fine. Um, (laughs) And as we say at the end of every episode, cut.